welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, inspire, and liberate. Today's another episode of Inspiration Mondays, where we go over scripture that you can use to apply to your life and business and health and your careers, uh, whatever you're doing in ministry um, to encourage and inspire you. So today, uh, first of all, my name is John Savage. And usually I have my wife with me, but today she's not with me since I do this on Mondays and some days she's actually working and um, helping youth, at-risk youth uh, with what she does in her career. So uh, anyway, I miss her as always. I love to have her by my side, but I have the lovely little patient sitting here listening while she's doing some homeschool work. So she will be joining us today and listening in. With that said, let's get started. So today the topic is going to be about speak the word only. Again, I'm going to say it again, speak the word only. It's so powerful about what we speak. Our words have weight. Our words have life. So when we speak things, we need to be very careful about what comes out of our mouth and what we meditate on our heart, even what we hear and listen to. All those things can be a meditation, whether we realize it or not, in movies and songs and music, who we hang around, how we live our life. All of that does matter. So today is a good day. Today is a day filled with Yahweh's awesomeness and wonders. We need only to open our eyes of our heart to see it. I realize in our world today, we're experiencing a surge of conflicts and challenges like we've never experienced before. I know at least in my lifetime, it's been a plethora of all kinds of things at once with Corona, the wars, pulling out of Afghanistan, talking to members from Afghanistan. It's been a very, very interesting time, but also very prophetic time. As the Lord talked about, there would be wars and rumors of wars. There would be all kinds of pestilence and destruction. We are in that time. In fact, we're in that hour, I believe. So this is going to be even more crucial by speaking the word only in what we say every day. So in spite of all that is going on around us, we have the opportunity to declare a living hope over our situations. Our emotions do not have to define how we are going to think, how we're going to act, or how we talk. And I like to say this, our emotions are basically a barometer of where we're at, what's going on right now, to help us to stop and try and be in tune and engage to ourselves. And why are we feeling the way we're feeling at any given moment? Whether it's excitement, whether it's sadness, sadness, whether it's stress, anger or duress, but it's a barometer to let us know what's going on. We have all been given a measure of faith and we have the right and the responsibility to use it. What we speak and believe will determine the outcome in many things in our life, regardless of what things may seem like, things you may have seen, or things you may have heard and even told to you. And it's not easy. I've, I've had 
different traumas myself and have heard and seen things that someone else can't tell me about in my about in my walk in life. But who do I choose to believe? What do I choose to hear? And ultimately, what do I choose to speak out of my mouth? Some things take time when we speak the word, when we're speaking over situations, when we're praying, when we're declaring the word, when we're writing down goals and we're believing for business to come in, when we're believing for our income to shift, when we're believing for our needs to be met, when we're believing for doors to open and other doors to close. Sometimes it takes time. In fact, it often does take time. But whatever promises you're waiting on, though they tarry, wait for them. So we have an opportunity, even though things might take a while and other things that we speak over happen quickly. Ultimately, we have to exercise our faith in speaking God's word. And in fact, speaking his word back to him. If you don't know anything else, say what's on your heart. He knows the answer. He has the master plan and he's working all the fine little nuances and details that we have no idea about and can't keep up with on our own. So it is our responsibility to speak in faith and speak Yahweh's word back to him. And it is his power in his power in his job to perform his word. Isaiah talks about him sending his word to perform his word. His word is not going to return to him void. Just as the rain falls and returns again, the snow falls, his word is going to return to him, but it will not return void. So what we speak and what we believe matters. Yahweh is the father of all things to come. And in his, if we just speak in faith, in a conformity to his will, all things will come to pass. But we have to be aligned with him because he's the one that's going to do it. Let me read this following scripture to you to make this case in point. If you have your Bibles, follow along. If not, just listen and meditate on the words that I speak here from God's word himself. And we're going to be in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 13. This is so powerful, and I was meditating on this today and yesterday just coming to me. Extremely powerful. And every time I read this scripture, every time I meditate on it, it comes to me and never, ever, ever gets old. Why? Because the word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Able to cut asunder between soul and spirit and bone and marrow. So here we go. Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 13. And when Jesus, or Yeshua, was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him. So he came to him with a petition, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Yeshua said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, 
and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to them, this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, doeth this, and he doeth it. When Yeshua heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into utter darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then Yeshua said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in that same hour. This is powerful. This is a man who was a Roman soldier who had the authority himself to arrest Yeshua, to give Yeshua instruction as a, in, in human form as a man here on this earth. And there was a time where we know he was later on arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. But so powerful, this man had a man of faith in God the Father, Yahweh himself. And he knew who to go to. He knew who the word was. And he was drawn to the word in this time of crisis. Just powerful, just amazing. So even though this man was a Roman soldier and had great faith, and knew who to call on the times of crisis, like I said. He did not go to Caesar for help. Think about it. Caesar was a powerful man, at least in the natural, in terms of man goes and man's systems. Many people were afraid of him, whether Christian or not Christian. But Caesar had, Caesar had the power to rule a nation and to command a legion of troops but he did not have the power to heal the sick, nor did he have the power or the authority to raise the dead. The centurion put his faith in the word only. And he spoke the word only. He spoke the word only. He spoke the word to the word. What he had inside of him, he exercised his faith. He came to him. He said, speak the word only. He, I don't even need you to come to my home. I just need you to speak the word. I'm coming to you, petitioning you. I'm coming to you in faith. You said to come to you in faith, to come boldly to the throne of grace, where we may obtain a mercy and find help in time of need. And I love this. Every time I read this scripture, my faith is stirred up again and again and again. And a reminder to me to keep my head up to keep speaking life over my situation, to keep speaking life over my children or my loved ones. Even when challenges come, disappointments come. The disappointments are not the final answer. The word is the final authority. Therefore, the word is the final answer. So I want you to remember that no matter your circumstance or what's going on, speak the word only as it is with you, 
speak it, speak over your children, speak over your employees, speak over your business, speak over your health, speak over your mind, speak over your life. Regardless of what you've gone through, we all have gone through different situations. Sometimes others may look at us one way or minimize what we've been through or or talk about someone they feel like they're not in their right mind, but they don't know what they've gone through or why they might respond a certain way or why their speaking is a little off. Many people have been through many things. And as I've gone through my journey in life, the Lord has just answered these things I'm sharing with you in so many different ways. But if we'll declare a thing and speak his truth, there is life in it. And his word will never return void. Things might not look the way we think, but it will never, ever return void. And as we speak his word only, we can watch the creator of all things, who is also the author and finisher of our faith, cause the turbulent winds to cease, giants to fall, literally coming down on their knees, and negative circumstances reverse and aligning on your behalf. And as we get ready to close, I want to share another scripture with you real quick. Mark chapter 11, verse 22 and 24. I'll say that one more time. That's Mark chapter 11, verses 22 through 24. And Yeshua answered, answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. This scripture is so powerful because we have to believe in faith. We have to believe in faith. We speak the Father's word back into him. He has so many things that he's working out that we do not understand, and we will never fully understand until we get to heaven for those who are his children. But his word works. His word works. Even if you don't have a relationship with him, you can come to him and he will answer you. That's why he brought the Holy Spirit. That's why Yeshua had to go into heaven to sit down with Yahweh at the right hand with his father. He's seated in the heavenly places right now for our behalf, making constant intercession for us. His life became the intercession for us, that we might have the boldness, that we might have life, that we might have life more abundantly, that we have the ability to exercise our faith and speak it, declare his word, believe in his word. Every man has been given a measure of faith, and by that faith do we speak. And as we speak, we speak what we believe. So when you speak, speak from your heart and believe and doubt not. And you shall have what you say. So in closing, if there's anyone who does not know Yeshua Christ as his Lord and Savior, who would like a relationship with him, who felt like you're not worthy enough, what does the centurion soldier say? 
He said, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come under my house. He said he was a man of authority and a man under authority. He's saying, I recognize your authority. I recognize who you are. None of us are perfect, of course. None of us have all the answers. Because if we did, we wouldn't have to work as hard in many different situations. And employees wouldn't be pushed the way they are. And this life would be obviously quite different by now. All the answers that people have been searching for and all the things that have been out there on the news every day, all day long, the last year and a half plus, we would already have the answers. But we know the one who does have the answer. And again, he works all things to the conformity of his will. So I pray if you like a relationship with him right where you're at, forget about what you've done or think you've done or don't know, you think you can't, none of that matters. And that's not the truth. <clears throat> again, it's not the final authority. His word is. So let's pray. And I want to share a scripture with you as we're praying as well. And this is something you have a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, you can get a Bible. Ask for someone for a Bible to read it and meditate on it and meditate on it and meditate on it. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you because it's the Holy Spirit who draws us. We don't draw ourselves to the Father. But the Holy Spirit is the one who draws us. When Yeshua went into heaven, he said he'd be sending before he left. He'd be sending a comfort unless he go. He would not send a comforter. He wouldn't be able to send him who will lead us and guide us in all truth. That's the Holy Spirit, that he may dwell in us and on us and through us, that he would just speak to us according to the Father's will, according to the Father's heart. So, Father, we just thank you right now. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your faithfulness, your holiness, your awesomeness, and your amazing power and your love. Even when we've been chastised, you chastise those you love. Your word says in Proverbs, you chastise those you love. Just as a father chastises or corrects his children, disciplines his children. So, Father, sometimes it might seem hard or painful, but out of love and out of care, you don't just let us go. You give us plenty of opportunity to come to you for the answers of life, to come to you for health and wholeness to come for you, to you for healing, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. Father, there's things that have happened in many people's lives, those listening right now in my life, we don't have all the answers. But you're the one who ultimately works out the peaceable fruit of righteousness in all of our lives. And that happens hour by hour, moment by moment, day by day. And we thank you for your love and your faithfulness. So Father, anybody who does not know you, at the sound of my voice, I ask you to minister to them right now. Holy Spirit, that you would just begin to speak to them in their hearts, even in their thoughts, still their mind, Father, from the busyness of this life and the cares of this world and the heavy weights that they may have carried and even now carrying. Father, we ask you just to touch them right now. For those who have a heart to open up to you that want to get to know you, you're not gonna force yourself on anybody but you do knock at the door. You stand at the door and knock and knock and knock and knock. You're the one who will go into the deep recesses of this world to reach the lowly soul out of darkness, to literally reach 
each and every one of us out of the pit of hell. So I ask you, Father, just to bless them, to minister to them. And that if you believe and just declare the word, according to Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 13, I'm going to read it. And just receive. Don't worry about a perfect prayer or don't know what to say. Just to receive and cry out to the Father. And he shall save you. He shall make you one of his. Okay, so we're in Romans chapter 8. I speak this over you as prayer and a blessing. Chapter, Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 13. But what saith it? Thy word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart that Yahweh, God, hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's the King James Version. So I just bless you. If you've declared that and you believe in your heart, that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and that he was raised again and that he is the son of God who ascended into heaven, seated at the right hand of the father. You believe in your heart that he did these things for you. You believe this word that he is who he says he is and you accept him into your heart. You are saved. You are in the fold of his kingdom. You are the other sheep, as he told his disciples when they were talking to him one day. And he said, I have other sheep that you know not of. He had to go get them. And that's what he's still doing to this day through the Holy Spirit, through each of us. He's going and gathering his sheep in this last hour, in these last days. He's gathering his sheep to bring into the fold, to bring into the pen with the other sheep. So we bless you. We praise God for you. And I thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. And no matter what you're doing, again, at school, in college, high school, you're at work on your job, just remember the one who to run to. In your business, you're having challenges, you're facing legal actions, accusations, whatever you might be facing. I ask the Father to bless you, to speak to you, to minister to your heart, and to be with you, that you are not alone, but that he is right there with you. You have the paraclete, which is the Holy Spirit. So until next time, God bless you. We love you. Thank you for listening. And until then, unwind. God bless.